Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weebaholics podcast. I am your host, Rusix, alongside my my good friends. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yo, Hi. Hello. So we're How good are we? <laughs> are we good? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we'll just go into do some introductions to hopefully allow everybody to know who we are. So again, I'm Rusix. I've been watching anime since I was a small child. It's pretty much my main hobby. I also do speedrunning and gaming. Next, we have Ka- Kaizen. Oh, you're to make me go next. That's that's not the order we agreed upon. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, my name is Kaizen. I go by Kai. Uh, I'm 24 years old. I am a fucking filthy weeb, as per this podcast. And we're here. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, also like to game a lot. Um, other hobbies include um, I'm really into um, football, as in European football, not American football, for all those heathens out there. Uh, obviously, photography as well on the side. And yeah. Editing and general technology use. Yes, he is our editor for this yeah. as well. It was it was basically like, oh great, you're volunteering. Fucking get in here. <laughs> Easy. You know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. It's I like this sort of stuff, especially when you can create, uh, you know, a piece of I'm not gonna say art, but Media. just create something, you know, uh, yeah. especially with friends and and everything. It's it's really nice. Yeah. Guess Hanako can go next. Oh, you want me to go next? Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, hi. I'm not really good at this, even though it's just audio only. I'm Hanako. I also go by Hana, too. Um, I'm 20. I'm into anime like everyone else here. I also love K-pop. My old group is Luna. I'm in love with Magical Girls, Sanrio, basically all that cute stuff that you see on every aesthetic <laughs> page. Um, <laughs> what else? I think that's all I have for my intro, short and simple. Yeah. Nice. Said you're not exactly good at this, and then basically list your entire wife resume of being a weeb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and we also still call her Sugar, even though some of us call her by her new username. I rebranded yeah. at I know, some point. I know other names for her. <laughs> all right. All right. Since now you're that for Yeah, since you're so yeah, generously man. able to offer up someone else, it is your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my name is ZR Master Reyes. I know it's a handful. Also, I go by Cyber Gray as well. No, I'm yeah. 21, a filthy weeb like everyone else here. I'm also a hentai degen as well. Oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Pretty sure my folder will come up sometime in the in the future future episodes. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other hobbies are, you know, gaming, just like everybody else. Uh, cars. I love keyboards, mechanical keyboards. That's going to be another thing that I'm most likely going to talk about a lot. Same oh, no, here. another one. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join join the cult. But uh, that's that's pretty much it about me. Oh, yeah. And then we have Mode. Yep, I'm Mode. I am 29. I am a major nerd. Uh, love video games, anime. Manga, hentai, all that good stuff. Um, I'm a massive Nasuverse fan, so you could tell from my name. Um, I have a soft spot for Mordred and Artoria in particular. Um, and I really like Warhammer as well. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, the Emperor. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's good. <laughs> and additionally, we have an impromptu guest here if they want to introduce themselves as well. 
Yes, hello. I'm Steph. I'm 27. I uh, want to say I used to be a weeb, but judging by my uh, extensive anime server list, uh, that's a big fat lie. Um, <laughs> so to a degree, I still am. And I just kind of uh, crashed uh, these guys' party here. So uh, yeah, I'll be uh, popping in from time to time with commentary. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, See, yeah. I'm actually bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, and all right, now we'll go ahead and talk about why we're here. Like, why are we recording this podcast? And then this to start off is like why I wanted to start off the podcast. Because like, this is something I've been trying to do for at least the last two years. Particularly, there was a previous attempt that failed. I think Riaz mentioned that he was one of the two people that I was trying to work with at the time. It just never, nothing happened. And then I randomly brought up now during this whole quarantine period, everybody's kind of stuck in their house. I'm not stuck in my house anymore because I'm in Italy right now, but they're still stuck in their houses. So it's like it's the perfect time to start a podcast. We can all which just is, sit here and talk about anime, which is ass backwards if you think about. It. Yeah, <laughs> with, with Italy being the fucking original epicenter, then then the U.S. just comes in like choo choo, fucking time to fuck everywhere country. We need to be first in everything, including coronavirus cases. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this country. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like, I'm finally going to do it. I got a bunch of my friends from our Discord server to want to talk about some anime. Oh, so yeah. we're going to be talking about all kinds of different things. Particularly, we're we're choosing different subjects <laughs> and various friends of ours who can come onto the podcast. Kind of, we have one much earlier than planned in this episode, but that will be something you'll see in other episodes as well. We'll have, talk about thing, the classic debates as well subs versus dubs because everybody loves hearing people trash on dubs right opinions yeah. opinions is what and drives the views <laughs> and one of the things that you people will listen to this podcast might not be expecting is we're also going to talk about the dark side of anime which is hentai and dojins Mm. <laughs> is it the dark like side though or is it just just it just just is it really the you know the, the truth it depends on who you are yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's it depends on how we cover up to the public to make us also like good boys and girls yeah it's also like if you bring up anime it's what a lot of people think about too which is weird that's true yeah everybody says people oh. who don't know it they're like oh porn yeah, but, oh look are you watching <laughs> one of them hentais titties. Yeah, <laughs> there's, titties. No, there's no in between either it's a kid show or it's porn Yep. That's yeah. How they <laughs> yeah. I think another big thing now, though, is because it's kind of come way more. I'm not gonna say mainstream, but just kind of out there because it's been really marketable. Like you see so like many normal, normalized. Yeah. yeah. It's just because so it used you to see... be like you watch anime, it's just like yeah, they're a weirdo. Yep. Not only that, yeah, but yeah. like with it, like all these stores, like especially during now in terms of quarantine, uh, you know, trying being marketable and I'll hang out shirts. I mean, that's that's kind of like the older stuff, but like you have all sorts of like lewd designs and sticker shops and all sorts of shit that you know you oh, see yeah. all over instagram and everything else so it's i think that's probably a big part of it that's that's kind of normalized it too yeah like even yeah. windows has a has a has a waifu <laughs> yeah, <right>. oh yeah <laughs> it's true yeah my internet explorer chan yeah. <laughs> yeah is there was there a windows chat i can't remember if they if they made a it it was for internet explorer before before they came up with edge they had a whole like campaign for the newest version of Internet Explorer at the time. Because I remember this because I was still in high school. I started seeing the commercials on TV, and my dad kept giving me shit because he knew I loved anime. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was like that was like eight, at least eight or nine years ago. I feel like at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. 
And then you have, the you have uh, Domino's, who partnered with Hatsune Miku in America, too. Wait, that happened? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. remember Wait, this. I thought it happened. I thought it was the Domino's from Australia, though. Was it Was it U.S.? Oh, uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure it was Australian Domino's. I could be wrong, I'm though. still sad because Miku was supposed to perform at Coachella this year. Jap- Japan. Oh, Japan. And the Olympics. Yeah, she's the supposed opening. to perform at the Olympics. And that was the bigger one. <laughs> what happened? Oh, yeah, that was right. Oh, man. That's canceled. Well, right now it's only delayed. They, wait, that might still happen because Japan's reopening right I now. I hope it happens yeah, next year because they were supposed to have Baby Metal and like possibly Muse uh, come back together oh. for, you know, the oh, opening or ending hell. ceremony. That would have been, that would be amazing. Yeah, bit, I'm, I'm down for some Baby Metal at the Olympics. That we don't get, there's not nearly enough metal. There's not nearly enough metal in, in the world in the spotlight as it is. Yeah, in mainstream <laughs> mainstream events. It's like baby metal is good enough for that. But yeah, but so yeah. we're we're also talking, gonna be talking about Japan. Th- didn't you want to record a podcast in Japan, Riz? Yes, I. That's that is my dream of this podcast a one day. In the future, we all get together and we're able to record a podcast in Japan. Sure, like, I just want to go to Japan and I know, like, yeah, general. that's true <laughs> as well. You know, and yep. that, that's that's the first knock thing out two birds one day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's one of the things uh, as well. No, we have other segments, of course, we want to do like. Anime titties. We were definitely going to talk a lot about that <laughs> in the podcast. It's funny because we had literally the exact verbiage of that in the notes. <laughs> At yeah, least he's but... not beating her on the bush. Like we're getting oh, straight to no. the point. Nah, nah. This ain't this ain't this ain't your your child's podcast or anything no, like no. that. Please, if your children are watching this, please turn to turn this off right now. <laughs> yeah, turn the volume to max. So, like after this podcast finishes, are we going to talk about like a four kids version? No. Oh my god, oh, that's definitely no. something. Yeah, I mean that's definitely something we could bring up because a lot of us grew up in the fucking four kids era. Yep, of dubbing. Yeah. I always say that the One Piece four kids opening is not garbage; it's a banger. It's not garbage. I sport. Yeah, I just. You, but also, my exposure to I, One Piece is just through fucking anime Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good segue into our next section, though, about how yes. we all got into anime. Yep. Yeah. Like, like, uh... And oh, before damn, we started this podcast, we were all figuring out, like, how were we going to make sure we went in a coherent order for this? And that, you might have gotten a little peek at how that was because Kaizen mixed up the introduction order and the how we got into anime order, I think. No, uh, when we were doing instructions. No, the same, the same orders uh, in the instructions. Yeah, well, I, I don't think we. I'm just we're saying in the planning. We, yeah. Listen, I'm looking at the. the yeah, it no, says I, Rios, see, I see what you. Yeah, I see what you know. Somebody copied that list, but I don't. We weren't. We initially had agreed before this to do it just by how we were in the podcast voice instead yeah. of the order for how we got into anime. How we got into anime is just in the order of who got into it. You know, the latest to the earliest. Yep. 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 Which is also kind of like who's the youngest to the oldest in a way, too. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much, I guess. Well, for, for once, I'm actually not the oldest. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I honestly like, never thought you were 27. Like, I still thought you were like my age. <laughs> yeah, I did not think you were 27. You didn't hear him when he said 27? 
No, no, no. Oh. We're 27. I don't sound 27. I definitely don't act like I'm 27. Well, sometimes. I don't think anybody here acts their age, to be fair. No. 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 Sometimes no. I do, but. but... When I have to, but yeah. So we had a t so when we were going over this, we were like, we got into the ME around the same time, and there was kind of a technically a tie, mostly because we none of us were going by the month. So Riaz and Sugar both got into ME around the same time, so they kind of had like this on boards agreement between each other that Riaz would start. Yeah, well, I lost the coin flip, so that's why I was starting. Was it a coin face. flip? It was, it was a coin flip. For some reason, I thought it was rock, paper, scissors. No, how are we supposed <laughs> no. to do rock, paper, scissors over Yeah, Discord? very carefully. Yeah, very, very, very carefully. <laughs> but I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll start. No, I got into anime around 2013-ish. Well, yeah, I definitely, well... I, that's when I really, really got into anime. No, I've watched anime series before, and I've you know seen, watched, subbed, like a little bit, but I really like got went to the deep end in 2013. Uh, he went. I got into anime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got into anime because uh, I know a lot of you most likely know about this well I don't, I don't think i ever went into detail no i know a lot of you know I, I was really sick around that time a year mm. no i have what's called crohn's disease and you know with all that shit i'm not gonna go into the details of all <laughs> that but i was really sick i was homeschooled for pretty much the entirety from middle school till i graduated so I was at home all day, you know, sick, not can't interact with people, can't meet up with friends or anything like that. So at least it prepared you for the I, quarantine. <laughs> yeah. That's why I say it too. Like I'm I'm used to used to being here by myself now. But mm -hmm. uh so I was trying to find something, something to do, you know, something to keep me occupied while I'm at home by myself, not talking to anybody, you know. One day, I found a series called Kill a Kill, which mm. is funny because we are the said, the the big trigger trigger fanatics in <laughs> in the server. So, no, uh, of course, the anime that started me down the deep end was Kill a Kill. Mm. I was gonna and ask I, that, like, was there a specific series that kind of sent you down the rabbit hole? <laughs> yeah, specifically Kill a Kill and getting Crunchyroll. As oh, yeah. much as I hate them, as much as I hate Crunchyroll, that's yeah. that's what set, sent me down a deep end. Like I can't. When I started Kill a Kill, that show was fucking insane. Like I I'd never seen anything like it. I didn't know anime could be that fucking insane, but also that awesome. Like that Studio Trigger just, for you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kill a Kill is old enough to where we can get into kind of spoiler territory of it since it's so oh, i'm not gonna spoil you know big stuff about it but, general premise no, when come to find out about the whole the school and every like just the deep stuff with the entire series and how like the first three episodes were it seemed like it was just gonna be a battle of the week type shit but then as it went on it became such a bigger story i just got so invested in the series mm, yep. and that's when as well at the same time as me getting into anime i got into 
the anime community with r slash anime and discord and all that type of shit and it it definitely helped me a lot during that time r slash anime was that old it was it was around yeah oh yeah oh wow we're talking about 2013 here yeah i think it's just because i started using reddit so late that like i just don't know like what existed beyond like i don't know 2017 when i started using it god damn i didn't think you used it that late (laughs) no it was late it's shit it probably was even later than that i mean i I think i knew of it maybe around probably earlier maybe 2015 2016 for end of high school i think it was it's been around since like 2008 yeah Yeah. i remember joining r slash anime when i was in like my junior year of high school oh wow yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... but yeah i i crunchyroll and kill a kill would really brought me down like the deep end of degeneracy and as i say that but i think anime really helped me in that time no what's so having something to do having something up that i was passionate about i was that was when i was in my black hole phase of course i watched hundreds of shows during that time mm. and it, it really did help me quite a lot and then if not for anime i wouldn't meet all these beautiful people as well. So. Hey, yeah. And, and the biggest thing about that, you know, when you're in that sort of mindset, is you have so many different stories to unravel and characters to to find out and like link up with and just kind of relate to in general. Yeah, and that that, yeah. that can really help, you know, for yeah. so many so def- many different things. Especially you when you're at homeschool and didn't really have that, you know, probably a lot of interaction as like, normal people would being in school. Oh yeah, and having anime being generally super focused on you know high school high era yeah that's that's yeah yeah i definitely think that was that's why i watched so many like if you looked at if you look at my anime list i have so many like slice of life and romance in the high school setting because i i didn't get to really experience that growing up so i think that's that's the reason why i watched so much of it oh yeah totally makes sense but yeah absolutely yeah yeah and that, that's pretty much how i got into anime uh not a bad way to do it with kill a kill <laughs> maybe not crunchyroll so much but kill a kill yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> crunchyroll is nice just because like you know when you're getting into it it's just you know, yeah. like a catalog of just stuff yeah. just true especially watch. if it was back then when you started using it that was that was kind of not too shortly after the whole <laughs> fucking anime being on youtube in multiple parts area. oh yes i, I remember uh, watching naruto man. like that yep yep so it's like it, it has that whole level of, of convenience that it comes with it which which is really the the allure to it but you know it has its flaws too yeah <clears throat> i think it's Oh wow, it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> so According I to said document, yeah. <laughs> I got into anime in 2013 the same year as should I just call you Rios or can I call you Cyber? Like, does it matter? Uh, I, mean, I think it's Cyber would be better because I don't want to be seen as, okay. <laughs> as a person who, who you don't want to be referred to as Rios, the DXD character. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't care if people know that my wife is Rios. I stand Rios any day of the week, but I don't want to be. I don't want people to think that my whole identity is, is around Rios. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back to the point. Um, I got into the anime. The same year as Cyber did. But before that, when I was a kid, back in, like, first first or second grade, I can't remember, I did see some episodes of Sailor Moon, and, of course, younger me was intrigued by it because, you know, like, girls transforming. Oh, my God, that's so amazing. And then oh, yeah. in 2013, um, <laughs> I started watching Soul Eater, 
which was kind of an edgy way <laughs> to get into anime, if I say so myself. So we just not that edgy. <laughs> I know, but back then I was like, oh my god, this is like so amazing. I love this. And it was around that time too when I found out about Toonami on TV. And I watched both Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill, the dub. Hell yeah. The dub oh, of it. Well. When it was airing on TV. That was... Mine wasn't as, like, immersive as Rias's, but um, it was another way for me to escape from the situation that was going on in my home, which wasn't really good necessarily, but I also needed an outlet where I could just, like, escape for a couple hours and, like, tune out what was going on. Yeah. So that was probably one of yeah. prime time of Toonami shows when they're airing all sorts of different shows. You probably got a lot of exposure to that, mm-hmm. if, I, if I remember correctly. No, I did, for sure. Um, I cried at the ending of Gurren Lagann when it finished airing, even though it was like... I mean, who didn't? E- who didn't? Even though it was at 1am, you best believe I was crying my eyes out because that was a ver- that was a great way to end an amazing series. And that was how I also got into Trigger, just like how other people are also into the same studio in the server and in the podcast in general. Bless you, Trigger Summer. Yes. I, I applaud you, Trigger. I applaud <laughs> Thank you, Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> we love you please sponsor us please sponsor our next episode can, can you, you invite imagine us? getting getting someone from like any sort of staff like literally i would take any trigger staff to like come on oh my podcast. god yeah, you, even if like even the janitor like oh you, you clean the toilets at, at studio trigger that that one right oh okay get get, get in here you can come <laughs> on it's okay but yeah i mean that was my gateway into anime i knew about it before i fully got into it because obviously like when you go online you see stuff i tried getting into it like a couple years before that but i just couldn't and then 2013 was like hey we're gonna go fully into this and here i am now in 2020 a complete weeb like everyone else in here (laughs) (laughs) you had a condensed version i like that yeah it was was eloquent i guess that uh it does lead me into my introduction i don't really have any like specific notes here uh but generally it was around 2005 2006 i can't remember the exact date uh because i know they had like different airs for the original naruto series specifically i remember <clears throat> being up in my room with one of those old ass you know like the old ass uh tvs that are like not not like they're four three res- aspect ratio and they're fucking like long as the shit uh, and then I just remember being up in my room and turning on the TV and I, I just had the thing Cartoon Network on by default back when I was that age. So it just, yeah. it just happened to come up, um, when I was obviously watching it and then that came in and it was the tuning arc specifically that I remember watching and that shit, it wasn't like the beginning of the tuning arc of the original series. It was like kind of a little bit further into it where they really started like upping the quality of the fights and that shit was fucking heat. I remember that, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! Things can this be this epic? Like, holy fucking shit! I wasn't that. That was kind of really what's that uh, kind of hooked me into the genre as a whole. Uh, and then I just kept watching. Uh, I remember it, I was always waiting like every week. I, I don't know if it was every week or like every month that Viz Anime like uploaded it to their site. I remember doing that oh, a couple yeah. years after. It was like the really the only good way you could watch it. And of course, you know, like we mentioned earlier on YouTube in multiple parts and 
everything like that. Oh, God. <laughs> Around the same time, I was I was getting to similar shows. You know, Bleach was another another big one that I was watching. Never really got into Dragon Ball uh, or Pokemon, but but Bleach and, and Naruto were two that really caught me because I think really really anything that was that was on Viz at the time, uh, even with ads, you could still watch it with ads back then. I, I think is what I remember. And Hulu too, I think was was like you could watch with ads yeah, too. Yeah. Um, back then, that was that was kind of how I ended up taking that that deep dive of those shows and full metal alchemist brotherhood i remember watching a lot too as a kid um Dua Rawa was one of them too kind of later on uh but i never finished it i think i just watched like the first half of the season i can't remember where i watched it um but i Blast remember me. i know i know it's a great series I, I went back i went back and finished it you know what real i actually finished the whole series you can't talk you only finished the first season bitch so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah um as far as, you know, kind of later on when I really took the, the full, as we call it, deep dive into the genre, <laughs> uh, was was pretty much around late 2016, early 2017. Uh, it was right around when ReZero was huge, uh, when it just came out, um, and Your Name came out. Uh, it was another big one that I, you know, you you, hear, you saw all the time back I then. Cry. Yeah, and that was right when I moved out of my parents' house for the first time, back in like 2016. Um, and I had, it was eight hours away. I had no family, no friends, um, you know, anywhere near that. I just had my roommate that I knew from work, like never from school or anything like that. We just, you know, ended up getting a store to take over down in Philadelphia, which is when I moved. It was kind of a leap of faith because I wanted to get out of the current situation that I was in at home. It was just like in the middle of nowhere, small town, nothing around you, nothing to do. So really the only thing I could do was either game, be online, watch anime, watch, do something more or less. Uh, so uh, as soon as I had that opportunity, I took that leap of faith and, and just went. And it was both a good thing and bad thing because obviously you start out, you you know, you have no one to really have as a support system. So there's definitely some dark times. I, I didn't really wasn't the greatest of my money either, which is uh, not good when you're you know <laughs> living on your yeah, own. Because um, <laughs> it, it was like the, the situation at home was like I had a good job, but I just live on my own. I had no really bills to worry about, so I would just like blow all my money like immediately. No one really ever taught me like hey, like, this is how you should budget and then this and that. So I kind of had to figure that all out on my own. And I was kind of just going a little You were like topic. Subaru in a way yeah, when you just, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> More or less, yeah. Like, I thought I was like, oh, yeah, I'm finally with my parents. I can do whatever I want. Fuck yeah. But then I realized, like, oh, shit, this is... This is hell. This, this fucking <laughs> sucks. <laughs> yeah. This responsibility. So as you, can, as you can probably tell, I was not in the greatest spot. Um, and at the time, I never really had... Uh, I would say a relationship with someone. I was kind of always something that I would long for, uh, especially watching anime and all that sort of things and seeing all the great romance and all other shit. Because I remember watching back in the day, way back in the day too. I forgot to mention this because I have, <laughs> I've been a degenerate since day one. <laughs> but I remember watching trashy shows like Ichigo 100%, which was basically about like a girl with strawberry panties. <laughs> yeah, oh, fucking yeah. uh love hina uh green green all super trashy ecky shows that are like, <laughs> you forgot kiss exists oh kiss Ex yeah yeah like literally <laughs> oh, yeah there's there's a bun i was a degenerate from the start like, let's be honest like I, I i learned early when i saw i don't know where the fuck i found this shit <laughs> but uh yeah so that was kind of more or less there but back on topic kind of where i took the the, the deep end here i was kind of giving context of where my headspace was more or less uh, kind of similar to how Rias was, but in a different uh, scenario, more or less. Um, but at that point, 2016, 2017, uh, I remember watching... ReZero was one of the first ones that I that, that I got. I think I think it might have been the one that... Uh, kind Pushed of, you back in. Yeah, it was that, Dragon Maid, Your Name, um, and a few Fucking others. 
Yeah, there's a few others. I, it was winter 2017. Stan what, Mokono what Shinkai. What was airing back then? Do, do, we, do you anybody remember? Yeah. What was airing back then? Because I think there was a couple of shows uh, that I watched. Was too. your line April airing back then too? No, or, or your line April was, 20, was 2014, I think, was your line April. I watched that yeah. afterwards. But no, I think it was uh, Suzure Children. Do you, did anyone ever, ever watch that here? It was like a short series. It was like a 10 minute one. I'm not yep. sure. Uh, uh, let me see. I, I, mean, I could literally check and see right now what, what was airing around then. Yeah. Uh, Check that because I know there's a couple that, that kind of sent me there, but basically it was mainly ReZero and Dragon Maid, and just obviously really high end titles that were that I really connected with. And at that point, uh, <laughs> I just went off the full deep end. And then, really, the biggest uh, kind of where I went and, and really took the deep dive was around early 2018, which is when Darling and the Franks came out. And I saw that and at that oh, time, no, I was no. watching <laughs> tons of a seasonal series in the previous winter seasonal during like late 2017. And I watched a bunch then. And I remember getting into recommendations and being in like obscure discord servers and just getting all sorts of, you know, recommendations from people. I think it was around the time I had like a, my anime list too. And I was seeing stuff on there too, as well. Um, but Darling and the Franks since then, uh, not only is that how I met actually everybody in the server uh, which we'll, we'll get to on a later topic of as far as our history together and how we all came about um but yeah that was kind of what really sent me and uh, around the same time before Donald and the Franks came out I already watched Kill a Kill uh when I got the Donald and the Franks server is when I watched other trigger stuff that was recommended from our wonderful people Rue Six being one of them Shibby who is going to be an eventual future guest hopefully I uh, also kind of push a lot of that on me, specifically Gurren Lagann, because it's like, wait, what the fuck? You haven't seen it? Go watch that shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was it was pretty much throughout the time Drawing and the Franks was airing. I was just binging so much other series on the side. Uh, that's really kind of what set me in. And since then, uh, I've watched a metric fuck ton. Uh, seasonals kind of took over my life as <laughs> as as it usually goes. And yeah, now we're here. <laughs> Sorry if I uh, went on, yeah. but I told you I, I can do this you're off good. the cuff easily. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Oh yeah, and a lot, a, a lot of stuff came out in 2013. I didn't even realize it. Like Attack oh, on yeah. Titan, the yep. Origaru, the Oh my god! I remember Orimo. staying up for the premiere of Attack on Titan Georgia. on Toonami because I was so yeah. excited for it. Oh yeah! It came out the day before my birthday that year. I remember. Oh my god! Oh wow! Yeah, oh, I, re- what is I remember it when it came out too. I I was I was so mad when Attack on Titan came on Toonami, but they didn't have the full opening. Oh my god, don't I even was, get me started so on how they play the full opening for the first episode, and then after that, it's like a short 30 second opening. Like, yeah, why do you do this? So much. I, I, I hate that so fucking Welcome much. Welcome to the bashing on Toonami part of the podcast. <laughs> was this was this when Toonami came back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was when it came back. It was like like, people had so much fucking, like, criticisms, like, oh, you better get this shit right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they still have, like, Tom all those, and everyone else. I, I never else. watched any of it, so it's, like, all the same to me. <laughs> mm. All right, so... I believe it's my turn. Yes, now. it is Rue's yep. turn. All right, so we're on to the old boys section of the... <laughs> the grandpas, haha. <laughs> 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 it's, like, so it's, like, and I can really say this, how much of a doubt here is, like, there's not a concrete year of when I got into anime... A lot of people like to use that definition. Like, when you knew you were watching it, it was like, it was like 2000. I was like seven, man. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, cause like, and I can honestly say that even back then I was what really into anime. Cause like I was getting, I started reading Shonen Jump and manga back when I was seven. And for some random white American kid in the States, this is 
pretty close to getting as damage as you can get back then. Because like that's all that's what we had. It's like so like yeah, I grew up on Pokemon Yu Gi Oh just like everyone else in Dragon Ball Z. But at the same time, I was I had already jumped into Toonami, Roni Kenshin, Indiasha. All those shows were airing when I was like seven or eight already, or they were slowly getting ported to the West. It's like it's really hard for me to pinpoint a year. <laughs> I just the one specific time I the, the the jump for me specific I guess would be when I first got my first manga. I was doing a book report for school. And I found a copy of Yu Hakusho, which was airing on TV. I was like, oh my god, there's they made a book about Yu Hakusho. The kid me was like so lost and amazed by that. And my mom saw it was a comic. She was like, all right, you can get that, but you have to get an actual book for your book report too, and, which was easy. I, I was a huge bookworm at the time anyway. I don't think she understood what she was doing when she got me that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But did you do your book was, report on Yu Yu Hakusho? No. Oh, okay. That was, not, that was not a thing. I actually liked reading, so it's like it was. So like at the time, that wasn't even a thought in my head. I don't think volume one of you Hakusho would have been a poor book report. Yeah. Like, at least at the time. Nowadays, I think I could probably do an entire thesis on Yu Hakusho in the first few volumes, but that's a different story. But yeah, it's like from there though, it's like it's for me. It's like I lived in a very diverse area growing up. There's like in Virginia. Virginia Beach, Norfolk area, like a lot of people know, that's a very diverse group because people from all over the world end up in Norfolk for a specific reason. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast, but there's a lot of people. So like, like you get people who are really in the MA, you get people who aren't. It's like so. It's like for me, it's like even at that age, there were other kids around my age who were also getting much more into anime, or at the very least, they had that passing interest in Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Yeah. So I had all kinds of people. So I ended up having some senpais at the, eight, the ripe age of like eight or nine that got that lent, lent me copies of things like Inuyasha like I got to read the Inuyasha manga way before I really should have been in all honesty <laughs> as well as Ghost, I one of our at the daycare I used to go to for the summer because I was just with my mom at the time it's like we had a one of the caretakers was like super into video games anime all that he let me borrow Ghost in the Shell Oh, wow. No, I don't know oh, if yeah. anybody's ever seen some of the older covers of Ghost in the Shell. Well, that was probably the oldest I ever got in trouble for anything that we considered degenerate. I went to school. It was like either the beginning of middle school or end of elementary school. I had a, a copy of Ghost in the Shell. Some, one of their manga volumes is like Makoto barely covered up. Some of the cyber section showing it was mostly her naked. On the cover, yeah. I was just walking through school with it. Oh, nice. Oh, God. Nice. What a boy. <laughs> I, I got in so much trouble for that. Grant, I didn't understand what was wrong with it at the time. I was like, hey, I don't know. Who cares about those? This is cool. Simpler times, clearly. Definitely for sure. For me, it's like, I didn't. It was weird because like all the anime classics, I didn't watch immediately at that age either. It's like if it was on TV, I definitely did. Inuyasha, Roni Kenshin, Dragon Z, Gurren Lagann, pretty much anything that showed up on TV, I could see. Granted, not all at once. Obviously, anybody who grew up in that time period knows like you miss like half the episodes or the the tragic fate of Yu Hawk shows. Like every time they got close to getting further in the dark torment, it would go right back to episode one of Yu Hawk Show again. Oh, you have God. to wait forever, hoping that maybe they would actually finish it the next time. Oh my! So God. for a long time, I just never finished any anime, and this is also in the age of VHSs. Oh my goodness! So it's like yeah. get old videotapes. So it's like what ended up being more of my thing back then was 
my dad was super supportive of me being in the anime to an extent at least as supportive as you can expect a parent who sees their kid into getting it super into a niche, niche <laughs> genre that they think they'll grow out of will be. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. He had friends that also were actually in anime because he knew people all over the world. So his, he was able to get me VHS tapes of all kinds of different animes. Like to the point where there's shows I probably watched and didn't know. Like I've told the story to these guys before, but it's like for Alita Battle Angel, when that movie came out, I, the name didn't strike anything for me. It didn't mean anything to me. But I watched the trailer and me was like, wait, I've seen this before. And it's like, it turns out I had a long time ago when I was a kid, I had the VHS for the OVAs that came out in like the early 90s. So it's like, wow. I've seen so many random classics in the 90s, I can't even think about it at this point. <laughs> and it wasn't until closer to high school when I started getting anywhere near the internet and started actually getting it properly exposed, so to speak, to what else was out there. So like I started going to the library and got to enjoy the good old YouTube days, as we call them. Like I want to part I'll, part four of episode one is missing. Can't finish the episode. Oh my god! Yeah. I want to know who your dad reached out to to like get you to send fucking VHS tapes because like yeah, I, I feel like back too. then like they were probably pretty expensive, right? Like, I don't know about the price uh, myself. I'll, I'll be I'll be dabbling on that actually when my uh, story. Because yeah, like most the older boy in here. Yeah. I'm just thinking like your dad obviously knowing people all over the world through the navy and stuff like that. But it's just like, yo, can can you send my some kids some anime? Like he's like, oh yeah, let me, let me represent some good shit. I mean, I think it's really cool how like when you were, despite you being so young, you got to like you know read Ghost in the Shell and Alita and like all those other series that not a lot of people would normally start off with. Like you got yeah, exposed in a good way, to be honest. Yeah, it's like that's why I was like, anime has basically been my, through with me through my entire life. It's like, cause it was, and it was even more so when I'm because I end up not too long after getting access to the internet at all. It's like around 2009 was when I started going to the library more often to watch YouTube for anime because that's that's definitely the best way to do it, right? But it's like right. I end up moving to North Carolina with my dad around 2009, and he had regular access to the internet that my mom didn't because he's in IT. He's like, internet matters to him so it's like everybody in the family had some access to that and that's how i found about pirating so yay <laughs> was, was this the... I'm, not, I'm not gonna go into how much of that was done where <laughs> crunchyroll was a accessible means of anime so to speak was i mean also uh crunchyroll was a pirating website too so yeah, back in the time yeah crunchyroll was a pirating website back in the time i didn't really? use crunchyroll myself, i didn't know but... this at first yeah they, they aired a, illegal yeah, it was a yeah, they, they weren't they weren't they, licensed. Oh, no, I you know. That. Yeah, they got some they got some deals because they were one of the better players at the time, I think, or something like that. Uh, yeah, they also did their own subs as well. So, so it's they, like they had. Well, no, were, I don't think they did their own subs. Um, but I think they got like they contracted people to do subs. Other people, yeah. Well, yeah. So they had some fan subbers that worked with them specifically. Yeah, that was like a really so, big group. So, yeah. So they were able to be like bought into and be like, hey, we can make this an actual platform. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the full story on that. I know that they were a pirate website. Yeah, but was... like, back then there was like there were still all kinds of recommendations for anime. It's like that's when the exposure really started. It's like and all those series I never got to finish because TVs tr- can be really trash for anything anime related in terms of that. Yeah, in terms of completion, so I was finally able to sit there and just go through all these series I've been loving and watching forever. Like I watched most of. 
all of the original Naruto, I didn't get into Shippuden. I, I, I miss with Kai about, Kaizen about that all the time because I just got bored during Shippuden myself. How dare you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, at the time anyway, maybe I would love it now. But it's like, I just, I suddenly get into all those classics like Neon Evangelion. I just got super oh. into Evangelion for obvious reasons. I think everybody at some point needs to watch Evangelion. It's like the Absolutely. anime mecca. Yeah. It's like no matter what your opinion becomes of it, it's one of those shows that you. Do I still need to watch it if I've seen it like four times already? Yes. It was right when like Gundam was really airing a lot in America, like on Toonami. Mm. Yeah, like it was so, it was so different. It was cool. Also, I'll always get old. No, I'll always get on Rue about uh, Cowboy Bebop. I'm hating Cowboy Bebop as well. <laughs> All right, I was like, so that. That, that seems all the way back to when I was watching it as a small child too, because like it, that was one of the shows on Adult Swim. Like yeah. I used to stay up and watch Adult Swim growing up. When my mom had fallen asleep in the room, she would just I would just grab the remote and turn it to Adult Swim, hoping she wouldn't wake up and notice me watching anime at three a.m. in the morning. But, <laughs> What's like, changed? <laughs> not much, really. But. <laughs> So my my initial introduction to Cowboy Bebop at the time probably wasn't that good. Yeah. I probably saw a random episode and was just like, what the fuck's happening? I don't like this. But since then, I've attempted several times to get into Cowboy Bebop and just couldn't. So it's like that. I, th- I feel like everybody has that one show that like everybody loves, but you just don't. And for yeah. me, Cowboy yeah. Bebop is just that show. That's Maybe a big one, one day to I'll have that as, as honestly. <laughs> Some people are going to start commenting on the podcast and be like, what do you mean you don't like Cowboy Bebop? That's a yeah, classic. I can, I can literally yeah. see it now. It's just like, this is one of the greatest classics now. Y'all are bold too. I guarantee if you rewatch it. When was, when was the last time you watched it? It was a while ago, right? For Bebop? Bebop? I think yeah. when I was still in Japan was the last time I tried to watch it. So it's been a couple of years. I think you would probably like it now if you if you gave it another sh- shot. To be honest, maybe. Well, Rude try, try Cowboy Bebop again. Stay tuned. I finally, started, I finally gave Leech a second chance, so who knows? <laughs> it does. It does have like a point where like there's like kind of like a law in the very beginning. Definitely, yeah. Like, oh, yeah the I've first heard, six, I've the heard first six episodes. Sense. It's like the first six episodes. Once you get past like that, heard, like you can't stop like watching. You're supposed to skip the first four episodes and go back to them later. I'm like, what the fuck? You well, mean? yeah, I don't think you that, should do that. Yeah, you shouldn't right. do that, but I understand that because like it's it's really slow. Yeah, because it's a lot of much, world yeah. building and stuff. But then it's like once you get past it, it's like one of those shows where like man, I can't stop watching. Watching it, yeah. Nor, that's how it was for me. Yeah, it, it, it's it like, introducing all of the... so hard getting through the first like six yeah. episodes. Well, I really like the first six episodes because it's, it's introducing, you know, all the characters, you know, like Ayn and Spike and Jed and, you know, Faye and all that type of shit. No. Dog's dog's best character. Yes, Ayn's best character. No. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I I think the first six episodes are definitely do not, like, show how good the series is. Like, it's after the story, once the story starts. Is when you really start to get get a grasp on how amazing Cowboy Bebop is, mm. yeah. or you can just watch Trigun. Uh-huh. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, he's got yeah. a point. I mean, <laughs> I can say what one thing about Trigun is that it the openings are equal in terms of like how good they are. Trigun, oh, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, Trigun is a classic. Hell yeah, it really yeah. is. So, 
Let's slowly get towards the end of my personal story, though, so we don't get too sidetracked here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, so for me, see, I started wa- getting into se- seasonal anime watching a little near the because for those of us who know, seasonal anime was not always like a thing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like 10 anime a season forever. It was like back when I was growing up, that wasn't a thing. It's like, there's this, yeah, anime just airs. Like, you can even kind of tell by the episode counts. Like, anime just have these long episode counts, and now they're all mostly fit into a 12 to 24 episode format. Sometimes yep. 26 if it's a longer series. Yep. So it's like yeah. anime seasonals for me. I started getting into it around the time where Sao and Attack on Titan first aired. Because I remember it's like, and I remember because I actually liked the first arc of Sword Art Online a lot. And I remember look really look forward to like I didn't think it was the best thing ever, but I, I actually really enjoyed it because it reminded me of Dot Hack. That's the I guess I, I managed to gloss over that entirely. Like Dot, Dot Hack's one of my favorite series of all time. I, remember, I still remember because. And it was one of those midnight watchings. I I watched probably the last episode. The, f- the first episode I ever saw was the last episode of .hack sign, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like in like gets, 2002, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, someone, someone got data drained in it. I'm not going to spoil who or what that means. But I was like my first introduction, I was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And then eventually I saw the whole series and I loved it. So when SEO came out, I was like, oh my God, this is just like .hack. No, super yeah. Oh no! And then the second half happened, and we all knew where that went. Yeah. But then, oh, yeah, second, yeah. But then, <laughs> then a few. I think it was like next year, the year after. I don't remember how many months separated them off the top of my head, but it was like Attack on Titan started. I remember because it was one of those, those one of those cases. Like I've had several points in my life where I just wasn't watching what was popular for one reason. There sometimes just didn't care. Sometimes I just didn't want to, or sometimes it just didn't sound interesting. But Attack on Titan had not grabbed my my attention at the time. I hadn't watched it, so obviously that's why. But I had a friend, one of my friends, because I had just started working at the time, and one of my friends was like, hey, have you been watching this thing called Attack on Titan? It's like Game of Thrones, the anime. And I was like, what? <laughs> remember, like, that was like the most common comparison back then. It definitely was. It also just started around the same time period. So everybody who was trying to get there, he, he knew I wasn't like a non-anime fan, but like that's how you got your normie friends into... Attack on Titan is like it's like it's like Game of Thrones, man. Everybody just dies. You don't know who's dying next. I got one of my teachers <laughs> like, in high school to watch it with his kid, and they actually really enjoyed the entire series. I I suddenly remember that as soon as you brought up your friend trying to bring you into it. Yeah, so I was like, it, it didn't take much convincing for me, honestly. It's like he just mentioned it was okay. He's like, and that was like, I think two episodes were out by that point. So was like, I I was able to get into the ride super early, okay. and that's like what got me to start watching episode anime week to week. Because before then, like I refused to watch weekly for a long time, because I like I, it's the same reason I don't like reading mo- ongoing manga these days. Is like I don't like waiting very much. I didn't like waiting very much. I've gotten a bit better about that, obviously, because I watch a lot of seasonals now. Mm. But it's like Attack on Titan was what kind of spurred that on, because it became like this tradition every week. Like I would order out some food, usually the same places, like cheese fries and some chicken or whatever sometimes Mm. pizza if i was like really feeling that that afternoon and just pop on attack on titan sometimes i watch episodes twice because i was enjoying it so much oh yeah i can easily see that 100 yeah it was one of those series i remember because also degan ropa was airing at the same time and i know shavy's not here to talk about (laughs) the games of the anime but like that was watching attack on titan got me to start looking at all the other things that were airing at the time and Danganronpa was one of them. Several other 2012 anime. I could probably pull up my list and see them all, but that's not the point. 
And honestly, I, I wish I had paid even more attention then than I did now because that's also the year that Simple Gear started, and I wish I had started yeah. from the beginning. Mm. And you're that's Same. that's what I mean, you're all gonna hear about for me. That's why I pushed off. <laughs> it's like everybody should be watching Simple Gear. Only one other person <laughs> in here has finished it. <laughs> so was so it so uh, started on it's it. so good that's about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, but then I've been from there. It's like eventually I ended up in Japan actually. I was like, I'm one of the guys, I'm the only one here, I think, who's gotten to live the weeb dream of living in Japan. So I lived there for about two years. And Bastard. Ironically enough, I didn't watch that much anime in Japan. I had a lot going on in my life at the time. So it's like, I didn't have time. And for those who know, you can't just turn on Japanese TV and watch anime unless you know Japanese. And I don't know Japanese. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, unsurprisingly, Japanese, I didn't have a, I wasn't home often enough to really care too much about setting up a vpn and watching anime either because like you can't just watch you can't go to the that say and a whole bunch of other websites about a vpn in japan either because obviously they're like you're not stealing our shit what the hell are you doing <laughs> yeah. so it's like i was just like super out of anime for a little bit like i would watch the occasional show here or there it's like until later the lot maybe the last half a year i was in i was in japan that's when i started getting back into it because mm. i was finally able to start enjoying going to akia bar as like work was letting up because he that's something like a lot of people don't bring up. It's like even if you're working for like a non-Japanese company in Japan, the work culture still still hits you hard. <laughs> oh yeah, like they, yeah, I can imagine. It's like, it's like you're working all the time. So it's like, and before I go into why the work led up, because there were some personal things that happened that slowed the work down a lot for me in Japan. I was finally able to sit there and go. Like I had some friends on the ship who are from work that were also super into anime and they're like. We were like, all right, let's go to Akihabara. And we all, we would end up in Akihabara like every weekend <laughs> during this time period. Yeah, that sounds but about right. That's also when I got into Symphogear. Gear. It's like my first anime figure was my wife, who's about to cause from Symphogear. Gear. Fuck yeah. It's because like, we were going to Akihabara like every weekend. It hurts seeing other people live your dream. <laughs> I'm sure, Ru, I'm sure it was like a trade off for you. Because obviously you weren't, you weren't able to watch as much anime, but obviously you were in fucking Japan. Where you could oh, go to yeah, Akihabara. You every soaked weekend. up like all the weebness that we all wish we could. <laughs> definitely, <Fucking bastard>. like, <laughs> it's worth noting. It's like being there as a tourist, I think would definitely be the better way to do it in terms of like, oh, yeah. as a weeb. It's like I think a lot of people will bring that up too. It's like because it's just so much easier to sit there and just soak in the fun stuff and ignore all the not necessarily great things about Japan. But mm. Akihabara is fantastic, definitely. Or if it, like, I never felt like I lived in Japan while I was in Akihabara because I didn't live in Tokyo. I lived in Yokosuka myself. It was like, so it's like, it was like, I would take the hour and a half train ride to Tokyo and just go all over the place there. But you got to ride and, the train get, like get, all anime get, people do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I, I wish that more countries had a train system like Japan, like fully and seriously. That was the greatest method of transportation i've lived in my entire life i feel like oh yeah that's like, why you, you see anywhere yeah that's why you see like you think of japanese as oh they have a healthy lifestyle no actually they walk a fuck ton because of all the great yeah. transportation. i wish america was like that yeah yeah, yeah. too big honestly compare I, america to japan i don't even care about health for that it's like yeah i would love to be like this state i want to go to this state yeah and i don't yeah. want to i don't want to spend money on a plane ticket or anything like that yeah, like trains are also super expensive in America too. So it's like, yeah, well, that's true. Just get on a plane and get get the convenience. Yep. <laughs> Yay, capitalism! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yeah. 
But I guess that more or less kind of covers most of my thing. Around the time I left Japan, it was also when I got in Darla and the Franks, and that's how I met all these beautiful people, just like Kaizen said. Oh, that was when you were in Japan. Like, that was uh, that was like right after I left Japan. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember talking <laughs> yeah, about like, that. Yeah, I, yep. I, I had I was back in the states for some school stuff, and like I was just watching. I I, I remember because I joined the server. The original Darling the Frank server and met you guys because of the there was like some measurement meme thing about how long the the class of stores were. <laughs> and that's what devolved me into the world of anime discord. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That was probably one of the first big anime servers that I that I joined that was like one that was popping Same. off, like yeah. right when it started airing and everything. So I joined I, I didn't even really use Discord back then. I mean, I joined after the second episode aired because I'm like, I need people to talk about this to besides like the little circle of friends I have at high school that don't even like watch the show. Yep. And that was how I made my Discord account and met all of these people. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's definitely <laughs> weird. It's like for me, it's like for Discord, it's like it gave me something I didn't re- re- completely realize that I was missing, at least at the time. Because like I move a lot for those yeah. who don't know. Like, I've, like I've, I move every few years generally. Yep. So it's like, I go from a place where I have all these anime friends to a place that may have no anime friends. Who knows? Mm, Granted, yeah. I haven't found a place without anime friends yet. <laughs> it can always happen. But it's like at the time, like I didn't know anybody here in Italy. It's like so, I was like ah, didn't have any anime friends. It's like it was actually the perfect time to be in the Discord. It's like yep. make friends that can transcend that whole moving period. Yeah, because obviously this communication is much better these days than it was. Oh yeah at the time yeah. i can yeah. still keep up with all my old anime friends but it's like i don't really like using facebook that much so yeah, eh. yeah. so when when you first joined the darwin the frank server it was probably when you, you were in california at the time weren't you no i was in virginia at that for that one. Oh, okay i was in california sure. i know you you went you were at california at one point weren't you i feel like I, th- I think I was in Virginia first. No, actually, yeah, you're right. It was in California. I, w- I went from Virginia because yeah. I was there in the. I was in Virginia for the holidays because I was with my family, and then I went to school. And- yeah, I remember. I remember you posting oh. pictures of, and it was. I can't remember what what the conversation was, but I remember you being in California. Why that was a thought, and I remembered it. No idea. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I couldn't even remember that part properly. I just remember I was in the states. <laughs> <laughs> well, that more or less covers my story. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one person left. Modred, take it away. All right. Um, oh, actually, I, I, I like you said one person left, and then there's just like me sitting there in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, at the moment, you can go if you want to. <laughs> so um, probably goes back to me being like six, seven, or eight. I, I don't know exactly how old it was, but I know it was 98 when I first kind of discovered what anime was. Um, my family had a family owned video store in Canton in Baltimore. Um, and they used to run it. I used to pretty much hang out there like after school. Um, and my dad surprised me with a bunch of, uh, like a box of NES games that he had in the back. So, so he told me to go grab them before we were to leave. So I ran in the back and grabbed the games. But as I was going there, I went to the wrong room. There was like a, a back room for like porn. <laughs> um, and so so i went back there and i there was like porn all on the walls and stuff and that's like when i discovered porn as well it's the same the same exact time um there's like you know like naked girls all over the wall and stuff fucking for, like, the culture right from stars. the start <laughs> yeah like like and i was like man why are they all naked so, <laughs> um, but i saw like the box the box of vhs tapes and they had porn and then he had a bunch of like it was like i guess other stuff was like cartoons and like 
stuff like that. And there was a bunch of anime in there. Um, it was right next to the NES games. I guess he figured that he was going to give me both of his boxes at one point. So I ended up grabbing, I, I saw like Sailor Moon, like the top, the top had like all these girls on like a cute, cute outfits. Mm, and I yeah. saw Speed Racer and like this really cool, like red bike, which ends up being Akira. Um, uh, and then I think another one was like Lupin third. So I grabbed those and put them in the, the, the NES games and brought that home. Um, I also grabbed the porno too. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I he, he was like, um, he's just going down the aisle. I was like, all right, Lupin third. That looks cool. Speed racer. Yep. Up oh, porn. Yep. I, I remember. <laughs> I, so I remember like being super excited. Like I was like, what is that? I want to figure out what that is. And all these other, like these cool, weird looking cartoons I've never seen before. Um, so I, I ended up getting into like Sailor Moon and like just falling in love with like Sailor Moon. And um, I, my dad would keep getting all these other like imported shows and stuff. So like I would watch a lot of shows just through VHS that they would have like two episodes on or like two or two or three. And you would have to like switch it out for like, like the seasons. Oh man. Um, and like, that's, <laughs> that's when like fist of the North star was, was big. Um, probably like later on, like two, 2000 when I saw that and I kind of discovered like the whole, like, fight fighting anime like the gunbuster there was this one show called domination tank police there's like a like a cyberpunk like mecca hmm. um and then so so like that got, they got me into like that and then i ended up also watching that porno too and i was like this, it was the weirdest fucking shit ever because like, <laughs> it's just weird seeing people do that um <laughs> but um but yeah that, that was probably like in like 2000 and um, I, I started getting into, like, Warhammer as well around then. My dad got me into it. Like, it's like a hobby where you buy a model and you assemble it and then you paint it. And, like, you, like, kind of do the whole thing. And then you play, like, like a, a war game with it. So, like, I was really into, like, mecha and stuff. Like, I love, like, like armor and, like, being in it and it just being, like, powerful kind of, kind of, like, stuff. Oh, yeah. So, um, that's probably when I started doing, like, a deep dive into, like, anime and that sort of sort of stuff. I was like, I learned about manga probably around there, like 2005, like 2000. Um, I think, I think I also started like watching more adult swim around then like Thundercats was airing. Sailor Moon was also airing on Toonami. And I was super excited because I remember like, I was, re I really liked that. Like my first waifu was like Usagi. Um, the flavor. She was like a, a big goober. Uh, it's really, <laughs> it really funny. Um, but that was also the same year that I remember Gundam was like really big on Toonami and that's when I saw Evangelion and I was like, man, Mecha's really fucking cool. <laughs> so I just like watched all of Gundam and that sort of stuff. Um, that's when like Yu Yu Hakusho was airing and Roni Kenshin and just would watch all of those every week. Um, so it was like almost like a weekly kind of thing of watching anime, but I was also in the comics too. And I would still go to my dad's video store and there was also a comic shop. So I would like stop there every day and they had manga in there. Um, and I kind of, kind of like how Russo was like, man, they made a, a, a book about this show. And I didn't know it was the other way around. That they would make anime about the, the, the manga. Um, so that's kind of the year I discovered that like 2005. Um, and then I'd say I probably didn't really start doing seasonals and like being into like, forums and that sort of stuff to like 2010 like probably like five years later um 
like when like Bleach and like Kill a Kill started airing, um, there was like the, they were so popular, so they had these all sorts of like Reddit uh, people on, on Reddit would like post about it. 4chan even there was like forums um and i would like join those and like talk about because like there was no one to talk about these shows with because everyone mm. at at school when i was in school i graduated in 2009 nobody watched anime um and if you did you were like a we- you were considered like a weirdo if you yeah, watched yeah. watched yeah. anime um, unless you were in my school where there was an anime club yeah and i was it blows yeah, my have... mind how, how did you have that so early on like what the fuck <laughs> i, I wish i, I had that <laughs> I really wish that that would have been really cool to have. Um, there, there kind of was like there's like our like you know how you have like when you go to lunch and there's like tables. Well, like yeah. the nerd, there I was at the nerd table, so like everybody there watched anime. Like there was one girl who like wore a tail around and stuff. Like she was a oh. ginormous. Oh god, there was oh, there was some mega weaves <laughs> in my school. So like I I would talk to them and stuff, but like it you could only talk to like the same people about the same stuff for so long. So I like wanted to find. Because they didn't really like Kill the Kill because, like, there were a lot of uh, people who, like, as soon as something ecky happens in a show, they think it's, like, garbage and trash. Yeah. Um, and I can never get right I can never talk to them about Kill the Kill because, like, they're like, oh, it's stupid. They're just fan service. I was like, well, it's fan service. That's plot. But, like, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, Bleach and, like, those sort of seasonals where they came out all the time, B-pop. Um, like I remember, uh, like Eureka Seven was another one that I thought was really cool. Oh God, Eureka Seven, um, so good. And yeah, I was watching that. Um, so that's when I really started getting into like watching those like twelve to twenty four, because like before it was just a lot of um, a lot of shows that were already complete that were just being aired in America. Yeah. Um, so I, that's when I first started getting into like shows like um, like and then. You know, like those seasonals where you you watch them every it, it's always like cycling out new stuff um and then yeah i think it was probably like 2018 i got into like darling in the franks and i was lurking in uh the server there and they banned not safe for work and so it should be actually invited me to the server and i met everybody here. hey i remember that um <laughs> i was just like well like I, I posted like a picture of like uh ryuko and like like some panties or something he was just like oh yeah your culture and he invited me <laughs> um, and that that pretty much just brings all the way up to um to now like a like a short version but i definitely um back in the day of vhs it was just such a weird com- comparing that to like when the internet came out um it was just so much faster to be able to like torrent uh, oh, the stuff. Yeah, oh definitely but like it was still it would still always be a treat like i had that extra treat of being able to get vhs's and DVDs and stuff because my and, until like it was like 2012 when seasonal started becoming a big thing when Blockbuster actually put my my dad out of business I lost that that part of it but by that point it was just like yeah like all sorts of streaming networks and stuff so but yeah that's pretty much it I'm trying to find one of the one of the anime I, I forgot that I watched during like the whole tsunami heydays uh, it was like. The, the, the it was definitely a shonen type protagonist. Uh, I think I can't remember if it was on Adult Swim. I think it was on Adult Swim as well. Uh, it was like Probably. fuck. It was something about ghosts, and they had like kind of like bleach level powers, but they're in like 
God, I can't remember the fucking name. I'm trying to find it right now. I'm looking through like the Wikipedia. Ghosts with bleach level powers. Yeah, you have like a staff, and then like could like trap people in like squares and shit. Like some some power. I can't remember what the fuck it was. I love how Mo's first waifu was Usagi because you know he has taste. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it was probably Usagi, and then um, I think it was like 2000 something. That's when I saw uh, the first Fate. Fate. I was obsessed with Artoria then. No damn. Yeah, like, like that that's when i got into like i i, I really liked like because like warhammer and like just girls in armor just was like super i don't know i guess like almost like a kink but i thought it was so fucking cool <laughs> just armor in general yeah, yeah the... a kink <laughs> totally <laughs> it's like for me it's like kaoru from running kenshin's like ever since like every like strong stubborn tomboyish main character that was female is like my waifu for a long time yeah it's tomboyish characters are like those are like my thing after man we we do have a guest here if they want to talk about their how they got them yes yeah hi uh i'm actually raising my guest status to like member status fuck you (laughs) (laughs) wow i'm part of this now i am taking command um (laughs) no and how i got into anime that's well there's two possible stories here. There's the interesting one. There's a slightly less interesting one. Um, because I, quite frankly, don't remember which one came first. Like It's like the chicken or the egg kind of thing. Um, so I remember watching two batches of shows, essentially. Um, one was in Russian, dubbed, yes. Um, it was actually pretty wit. And the other one was in English. Um, so the first time I actually ever uh, saw something, I was like 15 or something. And my, my uh, uncle, who at the time was, I don't know, what, 50? I don't know. Uh, he, um, I was him and uh, he came over. Uh, he came over to me. It's like, hey, yo, I got this thing. You might like it. It's called anime. <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, never heard of that shit before. Uh, he burned me a couple of DVDs with a lot of shit. I remember a lot of names. I didn't watch all of it. There was... Durara was on it, there was Ooh. Evangelion, there was Death Note, there was Soul Eater. Um, Seemed like your uncle got culture. <laughs> there was also Gordon Logan. And Gordon Logan was one of those things that I, uh, was probably my first or second, maybe third show. See, I don't really remember. My memory is shit. Um, <laughs> and I watched that in Russian. And it was good. I shit you not. One of the uh, small excuses where uh, dubs are actually good. I don't know what kind of voodoo magic they instilled upon it, but it actually sounded very natural. (laughs) So I kind of fell in love with that. And I was like, yeah, giant robots. Fuck yes, this is what I like. (laughs) Um, And after that, said uncle recommended me, oh, you like that? All right, you might like Evangelion. And so I sat down and watched Evangelion. That one was in English. Um, And I went through half of that and realize what the fuck am i watching like my 15 year old brain was just a little bit confused there so i dropped that shit um, <laughs> i do remember watching soul eater that was in japanese with english subtitles that was also from him um and then i kind of stopped for about two years i think like it was it was fun but i kind of just forgot it existed so yeah two years later um in high school, a friend of mine was talking about, I think it was Bleach. 
Oh, yeah. It's someone I was like, oh, hey, you're talking about that anime shit, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, come sit, come sit with us, talk with us. And uh, eventually he got me uh, to watch more with Death Note specifically, which I loved at the time. It's, it's, it's still pretty okay, but yeah. So, uh, and from that point on, from around when I was 17, geez, that was 10 years ago. What the fuck? Where does the time go? <laughs> Um, so that's where I kind of started actively uh, watching things. Initially, it was just whatever he recommended. I went through about a third of Bleach before I realized what filler actually was. I was in the middle of the fucking Bound arc, and it's like, why the fuck is this shit so boring? And I dropped it. <laughs> um, if only I knew what filler actually was and looked up a guide on, how, on what to skip, then I would have probably finished it. Um, I think I rewatched Soul Eater. I actually finished Evangelion. Um, what else were my first shows? I don't really remember. And a year later, I basically started watching everything. Seasonals. <laughs> oh, yeah. And boy, what a mistake that was. That was a lot of wasted time because I watched about 15 to 20 seasonals for about two and a half years, I oh, think. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, and, and in hindsight, it's like there was so much trash in there. Holy hell. <laughs> oh. It hurts my soul. It causes me physical pain. I can't sleep at night. Um, like, and the first year, I actually almost never dropped anything. Like, oh, I, no, I, I, I went, I went through it. Doesn't yeah. matter how shitty it was. Like, oh, hey, maybe it will get better. No, it did not get better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, eventually my yeah. Uh, anime palette grew a little bit more refined, and I started watching uh, less only what multiple friends recommended. And now we're here, where I barely watch anything whatsoever, because <laughs> honestly, I just kind of vibe with gaming instead. Oh yeah, epic gamer <laughs> in the in the podcast. <laughs> like I mean, and not and not not that kind of gamer, but just like <laughs> I sit down, and I start up something, and before I realize, it's twelve hours later with no zero social interactions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah aside that. from that sweep and work, and that's kind of how my days have been going, especially with the three-and-a-half-month uh, uh, quarantine that we had because my workplace was closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once I was back at work, I was like, what the fuck? Did three-and-a-half months pass already? Huh? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I managed to find um, the uh, the anime that I was talking about earlier that was also, I think it was on airing on Adult Swim specifically in 2006. I don't know if any of you guys may have watched it. Uh, I don't see it at least on the list, but Kakaishi. Uh, what was the name again? You said Kakaishi. Oh, I've heard of that show. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember too much about it, but I recognize the name. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was basically anyway, like that was pretty much done with my story anyway. So uh, yeah, you're good. Oh yeah, I definitely know what that is. I didn't finish it, but I remember watching it. I remember watching a bunch of episodes on Adult Swim, never like in, in order. Obviously, always out of order because <laughs> that's just how it worked. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Was, that was I watched that a lot too. It reminded Honestly, me. I think I, I think I remember it from a because they I don't know if they still do this, but they used to do a thing where like you could buy you could get a free sampler of manga. Mm-hmm. I want to say the manga for it. I had like the sampler that was being like as it was getting sent to the West. Uh, I think the manga came out pretty early. Let me see. Source material. So, like I think that's why I recognize it because I recognize the main character from it. Yeah, that was in two thousand four. It looks like. Yeah, it's like that sounds that sounds like the right time period because sampler manga things were always amazing yep it reminded yeah. me a lot of bleach that's why i was like always watched it when it was on just because like, oh yeah that's fucking cool it was 2006 yeah, so- <laughs> had no head yeah so i made the joke pretty recently i was like I- i'm surprised they used that 
the line is like, he's just an ordinary high school who can see ghosts. It's like, that's like <laughs> a, a anime from that time period. <laughs> yep. It was literally, in this case, it was a, it was, it was demon or monsters, demon hunter, it looks like. So yeah, yeah. basically the same shit, more or less. They were all kind of very similar. And some of them were ripoffs, some weren't. Yeah. But yeah, that's all of our story. How we got to anime. So yep. now we'll be getting on to the hentai corner. I even touched on this for a bit. Since this is the first episode, we haven't like made too many major plans on what hentai will be talked about this time. So it's more of like kind of context on why, why, why hentai corner? Why do we want to talk about degeneracy? To <laughs> get a bit more of like where the section will be for this episode this time around. And I guess it's, it's kind of interesting to bring that up because like this, it, it's, is a, for anybody who ever listens to this episode, somehow this first episode found out our podcast somehow on the internet just randomly. <laughs> Most of our audience will probably be this Discord server that we're on right now, yeah. which is yeah. Looting in the Franks, which is an offshoot of the original Reddit affiliate Darling in the Franks server yep. <laughs> from a lot of things. But as you can guess from the name, we post a lot of hentai. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You, you said that with your chest. I love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, we, we're kind of a, a connoisseur of the of the henty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which it's really just ties in really well, this whole section, with just the history of our, ser- uh, our server uh, to begin with, um, which is kind of why we wanted to have this as a set. Well, maybe not a every episode topic, but, you know, Every, every couple, maybe, we kind of have a little hentai corner. We'll, we'll see how that works out. But the way it kind of ties in is that the original, as Rue said, the uh, Reddit-affiliated Darling of the Frank server, once upon a time, had a not-safe-for-work channel. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it hentai's into it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn, why do we have you as a guest? Get out now. Steph, your guest spot is taken away. Goodbye. <laughs> You can oh, do you now? mean I'm finally promoted to an actual member? Yeah, thank you very much. That was what I was looking for. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> drink I take, uh, considering tomorrow's the day off and I can finally fucking drink my ass off, uh, my, pun, exponent, my uh, pun potential exponentially increases. So Amazing. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking, speaking of, bottoms up. Yeah. Hey. So, yeah. So, once on a ton of time, they did have uh, a, a Not Safe for Work channel, which... A lot of us kind of, I wouldn't say bonded, but came together a little bit more because, you know, sharing loots from our, our our favorite series just uh, right. happened to be one of the, you know, pastimes we enjoyed it yep. until it was uh, inevitably removed since they were growing exponentially large, which really, I still don't know how that server got so fucking big, but I think Darwin and the Franks at that point, mainly because of Zero Two. Yeah, Zero Two, Trigger, like Waifu, that's, it blew what the fuck up. People were eating this shit up, and early Franks, it was really, really good. So that's part of the reason why it blew up, too. But inevitably, they wanted to have, you know, obviously a partner Discord, and, oh no, we can't have the titties in here if you want to be partnered, so we're eating it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember arguing about that, because the manga was literally ecky. Yep. Yeah. The manga was the drawn manga by on. the creator of Two Love Rue. So Hell technically, yeah. we could have gotten away with Yabuki. it. Yeah, praise, praise Yabuki bless. Sensei. Bless, bless, bless up. <laughs> uh, I have his artwork all over my walls. Yeah, so that's one of the main reasons. I wouldn't say main reason, but one of the bigger reasons that we, we created the server and kind of all had a localized place to all kind of chat, share a fucking henty, 
and you know just have a good time with with people that we really enjoyed talking with in the original frank server um so that's definitely probably you know going to be part of the biggest motivation for this this uh corner as we kind of described it as hentai corner specifically mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean it'll be a cool topic to touch on we're not really gonna get too much into it in this podcast but generally that's you know we'll, we'll be doing a bunch of, of stuff with it yeah, uh yeah. dojin reviews yeah. all sorts of stuff for those yeah, interested in this, in this specific area of yaoi and boys love don't worry i'll, I'll get you covered on that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll we'll be covering all the genres don't you worry yeah. maybe we'll do like a, a genre or a tag review <laughs> i'd like that yeah. <laughs> well we're, the only only genres we won't be talking about are well we'll be talking about it but it ain't gonna be in a positive light <laughs> ntr and ugly, ugly bastard. bastard yep, yep. Oh, yeah we would anybody <laughs> who stands that can get the fuck out <laughs> uh, maybe I, uh, it'll give me a, a, an excuse to talk about the uh the fate visual novel oh yeah individual novels in their history of having loose sections in them to sell better I still yep. can't believe I low key cosplayed a hentai character. Like, like, oh Titan, yeah. I don't want to get into too much, but like, Tight Moon is was that's literally what they did was they made like hentai games, and then they <laughs> they just happened to make a hentai game with a really fucking good plot, and then blew up. I think a hentai game is a fucking billion dollar industry, like a multi billion dollar industry now. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Just look at Ren's thighs. I mean, that's. Worth yeah. a billion dollars alone. <laughs> it's really like being in the right place at the right time, like being a software developer like that and, and making like porn and stuff when anime was blowing up Fuck right yeah. at the same time and you have a like a like a create like a major fan base off of a porn game. <laughs> yeah, and it brought us a spillful, so it's the greatest thing ever. Just thinking exactly. back to like the fate meetup we went to uh anime next mm. and like this came from a porn game yep. that's amazing yeah. <laughs> in my yeah. opinion yeah <laughs> so i think that's probably covers the uh the second to last topic and i think we have enough time to, to get into our next one Rue, if you want to yeah. transition into yeah. that so since we were able to get through all of our early topics quick enough because we don't also we don't want to make try and sit, make people sit here and listen for five hours as we ramble on about anime <laughs> i mean but hey the people that stay up for five hours are the real diehards true nice. true so we were gonna go ahead and talk about some the current seasonals that are watching or what else we're what we're currently watching in general but okay before that a question what year is it uh okay, shit. That, was, that was supposed to be funny um <laughs> it is the like, like i said earlier i wasn't keeping up with seasonals so that's why yeah. that's <laughs> also just uh what, what we're talking about what we're watching as well just in or general. reading in general yeah. yeah but we'll start off with the current seasonals as I, I think everybody in here except maybe steph is watching god of high school for mm-hmm. instance oh yeah. i haven't started watching it Mappa, thank you for this beautiful show. You guys are killing it. I know not anyone from Mappa is going to be listening, but we stand you guys so fucking hard. Thank Hell you. Yes. Hell yes. It's it's yeah, been like- it's been really really enjoyable so far. Granted, it's only been two episodes, but I think it's been one of those shows that really captivates you right from the right from the get go. Yeah, especially with the action scenes. Yeah. Was Mappa known for again? Banana Fish, they're doing the last season of Attack on Titan. Zymon, mm-hmm. I think it's Zombieland Saga. Yep, Zombieland Saga. Yep, Banana Fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aren't they doing uh, Attack on Titan? Oh, they too. did. Yep, they did the final they did, season of Attack uh, on Titan. Megalobox, right? Yep, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Thanks, sir. Watch when you got that wrong, and someone's like, they didn't actually do that. They did this. <laughs> but no, I think they code, like, they did it with another company. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But either way, Gata High School is looking really promising. I know people in general are really hyped as soon as MAPPA announced, hey, like, we're going to make this show and adapt it from the source material. And that's when everyone knew it was going to be in good hands, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think it was, it was, we, we knew at that point because it already had been announced that they were doing the final season for Attack on Titan. The trailer came out and they kind of got to flex their muscles a little bit for people that really <laughs> hadn't any uh, exposure to the studio at all, which was really nice to see. I didn't really, I, I didn't want to watch too much of the trailer, but from the bits that I saw, because I want to, you know, stay, I, I'm, I'm caught up, but like, I want to stay as. They have uh, really good directors. That's, yeah. That's their, and I think. I, yeah. Should be posted a thing, like a really long article in the Attack on Titan uh, channel. And it really goes in like detail on like why MAPPA was chosen for the last season. And it's because like they have a lot to prove. Mm. They're still sure. like a, like an up and coming like studio. Um, so that's why they were actually like, it's like one of the big reasons why, because their, their management is really, really good. Yeah. And I still it's think they're. That when Wade originally took an Attack on Titan, they were also a young studio. So it's like Attack on Titan's helped elevate quite a few studios. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, yep. I feel like if you get a huge anime title like under your belt, then you're gonna be known as like one of the studios that like helped make it really good. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they already have a really good like repertoire of anime. Oh, for sure. Put out. Oh yeah, absolutely. A lot of different styles of like look too, like like Kagurui, like Dororo, like completely different. Yeah, different style anime that they are. Zombie Land Saga, now. like oh my god, they, <laughs> they literally tricked everyone into watching an idol anime. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're yeah, good you're if you can do that. that. A lot of people would hate rap anime. Is still the best but... thing ever. Dude, yeah. you can literally, you can literally get somebody sold on that on that series. Pretty much everybody just have them watch the first like what is it? It's like the first the three first minutes. Episode. It's the first, <laughs> yeah. not, not even the first yeah, episode. Right. The you're first right. three minutes. It's just, just like Kuhn. yeah, it's funny because you're just you're watching. It's like, oh, yeah, this is gonna be some basic high school trashy or whatever the fuck. And then literally, it's like three minutes in. Fucking Truckoon, man. <laughs> <laughs> Truckoon tried to get another victim. Yep. Yeah. So like a, I think another there's like a few too. There's like a few anime airing this season. That's like season two of a lot of anime, like ReZero, oh, yeah. Fire yep. Force, yep. Uh, no, no Guns Life. There, season like, Shokugeki. Yeah, is gonna be coming up soon. Cool. So like, there's like a lot that I'm that I'm. Yeah. I've been looking forward to it just because we've been waiting for him for a while. Yeah. So maybe oh, yeah. Or, ReZero. Yeah. Maybe we should just stick to to new seasonals then. Uh, for this season, this Uzaki Chan. Uzaki Chan. Yeah. Uzaki Chan's really has been really really fun so far. It's, it's only... re- you can go. No, yeah, it's okay. is, that, is that that Sugoi Dekai thing? Yes. The big titty little little short girl, college yep. girl. Yeah. Ah uh, yes, the one that Annie Twitter is basically losing their shit about. Yeah, she's super. She's adorable. She's I so love funny. her. She is. It's it's been a lot of fun for the t- first two episodes. I uh, mean, it's refreshing to see a series set in college because. I'm 20. I can't relate to high school stories a lot anymore. So yeah. I like how it's like adults like and adult like stuff. an adult setting. Yeah. Like it's more yeah. relatable and it feels more natural mm. in a sense. Yeah. Yep. So I was Definitely. really surprised that it was getting adapted. It was like one of the, one of the, yeah. the trashy, ecky, like, what do you I think? It's it. like, it's, it's pretty lewd on the, the manga. It's, pretty, it's a little bit. It more is lewd. I mean, the, the Arthur, it, literally, it started. 
as a, <laughs> she started as a lewd character. If people yeah. don't know that there, there are the Arthur has made lewds of her. So, oh, yeah. oh word. So true. <laughs> but like, there's a lot of those funny like Eki moments where like you're like like accidentally grabbing her boob or like yeah, just, just doing lewd stuff like not like you know. I mean, the second episode yeah. already kind oh, of the second episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all, there's always like those moments that's, that's just gonna make you like geek, like geek the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Mentioning uh, college anime, we also got Rent a Girlfriend as well. Yep. Uh, this yeah. season, which is, is it's a bit more trashy, but it's it's still pretty good. I uh, think the the premise yeah. of it is maybe a little bit more trashy, but as far as like the yeah. art style and everything else, it's actually oh, yeah, the really art style good. Is, the character also the setting, yeah, the setting I, being adult. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's still a lot uh, going for it. Like the first episode to me was fucking hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, me, I think I don't know if Modred as well, but I I definitely read the manga. No. Started it. I did start it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, wrong. I read the manga, so I know a bit more about it. Mm. No. I was talking about the artwork. I was like, yeah, this, this is pretty good artwork. It's fantastic. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say that uh, Sumi is best girl. No, you're going to find out who that is when she comes. I'm excited. I'm uh, excited. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. The, uh, the initial girl is pretty pretty great. <laughs> I, I think I think you're going to like Sumi. Uh, <laughs> I also, people were, are already comparing her to the Metamorphosis character. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> are we going to have an episode like dedicated that. to Metamorphosis? Oh, like, oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> that that'll probably be part of our dojin because like we we would have to talk about it. Yeah, true. And it's not like, everyone has read it in here either. Yeah, surprisingly, I've I've stayed safe. I I am marked safe from <laughs> metamorphosis. Mark safe. I, I feel like it's one of those I that found just... it too because I didn't watch it because everybody else was watch or watch. Re- I didn't read it because everybody else was reading. It. I just kind of stumbled upon it. And I don't know how. <laughs> it's actually like a really good read, though. Like it's actually really good. It's just yeah. It, I remember being so confused. Nice. Like it was it's like whenever you get something that's actually a good read in Dojin, when you're trying to find something for other reasons, is always. Yeah. Good read. <laughs> um, another current original. It's an original, right? Um, Decadence is also coming out this season too. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, I've only watched the first episode. It looks really good. I'm all into yeah. like the sci-fi shows. It's, really it's a really interesting cool. premise. Uh, especially when you watch episode two. It, I, yeah, episode two is gonna throw you for a loop. Throw you for a loop, but like it, it has me more interested in it. Though, to be honest, kind of has me. Um, kind of kind of goes back to like how I like like reminds me of like that hack kind of kind of stuff. Yeah. It it really intrigued me right from the get go. Just watching the PVs and reading the the synopsis of it uh, kind of caught me right away. It was one of those shows. It's like, oh yeah, that's gonna be like one of those must watch seasonals that could definitely be really good. It also, could turn really bad. It's just kind of the way of the seasonals, but it it yeah. looks really promising. I, I need to watch. We both need to watch uh, season mm-hmm. two or not season two, season episode two. I can't wait to see what you guys think. I know because yeah, it's definitely it's like they t- they've taken a risk that I think. It, will probably pay off for them because like the start was like i think a lot of people were already comparing it to other shows that had similar concepts yeah mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. i think i compared it to like three shows off the first episode and the second episode like what do i even compare this to yeah i'm not even sure what the genre is to be honest yeah i mean yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. i'm looking at any list right now and some of the recommendations yeah. are made in abyss uh shingeki no kyojin obviously attack on titan darling of the franks guru yeah. logins basically yeah. all like post the top apocalyptic type 
anime. Yeah. Those were the shows I was comparing it to before the, before I saw the second episode. So yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any list is pretty pretty on point with uh with recommendations. You guys are hyping up the second episode like really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna watch it. Like, wait, what the fuck is this? What are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Also, I can't. We can't be a DGN podcast without bringing there's, up. There's the, a fact. There's a word I want to say. There's a word yeah. I want to say, but I can't say it because it would it would spoil it. But uh, no, the fact that the studio is the no, Ford is named Studio Nut. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, for what? For which? Yeah, for decadence. For decadence. decadence. Oh my yeah, god, Nut, Nut, Nut. Mm, yeah, Studio Nut. <laughs> but also, uh, isn't there a show this season? I forgot which one y'all say because I haven't watched it. Is it the Hentai Power Rangers? supposed to be. Well, that we, we're going to get to that one too. But uh, <laughs> no, the one that w- did not have, like, was shit animation. Like, it, it was. Oh, debate. I actually watched that yeah. uh, earlier, to, earlier, and it reminds me of, like, a 80s or 90s anime. The animation. Oh, like, style. The, the animation style feels like that, but. It just feels so old and dated. It, it, it looks like it, yeah. It looks like somebody took like an anime that was being aired around that time, but it wasn't super high quality even then. Yeah, twenty twenty. Shit. I mean, it's kind of, it's like, kind of like it's kind of interesting. Like, cause like, well, I like the a lot of the designs are really fucking good. Like, especially the main character, the girl. He has a cat. She looks like she's really cool. I love her fucking design. Yeah, yeah she's, she's really cute and cool. I might not finishing the show because of not even just that. It's like the stories, the the CGI for the. Monster, monster. Jesus Christ, dude, reminds me of Berserk. It was real. That's like that. That's like the most off-putting part was the monsters looking like complete. But like at the same time, it it, it reminds me of like watching like Godzilla almost in a way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like out of place monsters, like in like a real realistic, like so like it's like a real cartoon setting with like these real shitty looking monsters. It's kind of funny. I'm interested in the story there at least. So I'm hoping, yeah, hopefully it's good. I'm, I'm hoping it's good. Just the idea of a samurai and a ninja going back and, and forward in time is cool. Like I, I'm already yeah. sold on that. So I'm waiting to see how it tries to explain a lot of the things. So there's a lot of things that just don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, the, the end, like the, actually the end of the first episode, I was like, oh, cool. That's what, it's like, hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if it's going to be one of those series that just like has a really shit first episode, but then like, just out of nowhere, has this huge bump in fucking quality just all around. Could be. I'm gonna like compare oh, it to like, yeah. uh, Cowboy Circus. Like it's it, that's kind of oh. what it reminds me of. Like the animation, what wasn't like the greatest, but it was like it was enjoyable. Cowboy like, Circus yeah. wasn't that bad though. Cowboy Circus, Cowboy Circus had some decent animation. Yeah, that's the, the, one the I animation was really good, but like it, I guess that was like kind of the flip flop where like the story was it's kind of like paced really weird. Oh yeah, the pacing in, in Cowboy Circus was really they did, bad. They did like the entire story in whatever many episodes it was, like thirty episodes. something. I saw yeah. finish yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Man, yeah. and I think that probably so, brings us to. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Rip. There's a couple other shows. This is a, for some seasonal, some left seasonal leftovers. It's like Apari Ramen is coming back. Yeah. The first three episodes. Yeah, that, and it was delayed yep. until I think this upcoming week we'll finally get episode four. Yeah, I still only seen the first episode. Yeah, I still only seen the first episode, but I'm real. I was really impressed by the art style. First episode, the premise, is like anime. Okay. The opening anime goes hard. Twisted metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was I still think of like the wacky cartoon about like 
different racers with all their cars being super weird. Oh, Do you yeah, mean wacky, wacky races? races? Wacky races. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn, yeah. I read the premise, and that's yep. all the first episode where like, they kind of show that off before going back to give the backstory. And it's like, it did really feel like that. You're right. Balance Unlimited is also coming back, too. Um, the Wholesome Fishing anime, Breakwater. Hell yeah. That's going to give us our daily serotonin before you <laughs> camp season two comes eventually. Oh my God. I can't wait. Yes. To fucking hell. Yes. I've been waiting for this forever. <laughs> and uh, one of the others that I think only me and me mode and Hana are, are watching right now, which is, is great. It just taps into my, you know, the generosity that we talked about <laughs> earlier, uh, but oh, it's basically, it's basically uh, hentai Power Rangers. It's probably the easiest way I can describe it, works, it in a nutshell. It does. It's literally, it's literally fucking different colored fucking people in this team that use the Super power. Sorry. Yeah, yep. that uses power of they use the power of eroticism to fight aliens. <laughs> yep. And they're all like in, you know teenagers and stuff where their arrow powers at the highest because you know they all live with one another. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they all live together too. It's just, it's just. It's trash, but it works. It's good trash. But like, like yeah. yeah, so like it's it's like a harm too at the same time, which like yep, they power yep. the harm is going to power themselves pretty much. Yep. Because yep. it's it's four girls living with one guy. Yep. They all have to get another drink for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's here's an example. There's like the she like gets like like lingerie, goes shopping for lingerie, and then like just gets in bed with them, and like she like she's like it's like so much power she stores, she like blasts a hole in like the the ceiling yep like, <laughs> punching God her like damn. punching her pillow and like when they when they when they use their power their their clothes fly off so that they're naked after <laughs> they have to like they have to like carry a bag of, like clothes. a bag of clothes oh so they can God. change yeah <laughs> it's 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 just this is one of those things where it has such a crazy fucking premise but it just works there's always they're fighting, like one they're fighting like series. like stupidest monsters too like they're yeah. like bugs it's like bug aliens <laughs> yeah steal yeah. they like steal panties or like steal like your like your steal your emotions thoughts. yeah yeah just turns yeah. into a, like a drone basically steals your emotions there's always that one seasonal during every season that is like yeah, this absolutely but it i'm works. hoping they have like a mech like like power rangers do oh my, oh my god oh my god it's gonna be late <laughs> i really hope oh man like like because like, you know there's always that monster that's like oh i'm gonna huge and like grows you know yeah yeah Shit, I just want to watch Power Rangers again. <laughs> <laughs> I love Power Rangers. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it for at least personally for for seasons that I'm watching that are same that are not yeah, you know just same. just just yeah. season twos or threes or something like that. Which is still a I lot. Have, there's a I few have from like more. a few seasons ago too. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. like uh, he had heard a story. Of, I think me and yep. Moto are the only people here who watched that. And like I'm gonna constantly so bring it up. Same. <laughs> it's so well done. It's like. It really reminds me of like Run with the Wind, a lot. How is the animation a, a quality? A fantastic. It, it, oh, it's its own crazy. style. Like it had to think its own its own style a lot. Okay. But, like okay. the sounds is amazing. Music is really good. The characters are really good, and just like the story has yep. been amazing. Like yeah. there's like, it's one of those hard hitting animes too. Like sometimes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, a lot of people might look at the premises like it's because it's mostly about a lot, mostly delinquents getting into a basketball team and working together. You might be thinking like, "So, like, how are these delinquents just going to go and suddenly be a good basketball team?" But they actually approach it pretty realistically because, like, that's part of what makes it so good. Because, like, where where it's at right now, because at 39 episodes as of now have aired, it's like 
they've hit some pretty rough part rough parts in all the characters developments so i was like you're, you, we're gonna see like the cost of that their backgrounds as delinquents going into a basketball game and it's mm. really good because of that they've changed so much in over 30 30 episodes you know, we're probably going to get a second season, assuming it was popular enough. I don't know. I, how- I really hope. And it's probably going to be another 50 episodes. Because I actually checked to see how much manga there, there was. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, with sports anime, I just, even, I guess it's got to be one thing I kind of slightly care about. But even, like, soccer, which is literally, well, football, as I should call it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate is- I hate basketball. I hate basketball. But I fucking love this show. Interesting. I can't stand basketball. I lo- but I love it. All right, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I may need to give it a shot because I do, I do love my yeah. uh, my sports anime. It's it. You can't really compare this to like Kuroko's No Basket because like that's they like started off just it's it's more Kuroko's well, No it, Basket, yeah, awesome, like yeah. a basketball haiku, pretty much. Yeah. Where this is more run with the like, wind. Got you. Kuroko is like they're all basically pro- there's like gods of basketball, and there's like it, the only competition is facing another one of them is like. They're literally called like the five gods, right? I forget. But they were like, yeah, in middle school, they were like, as a team, it was like, there were the five, and then there was the secret six one, but they were like the six players who were basically <laughs> unstoppable. They never lost, and they all went to separate high schools, and they go and play each other as a result of that. And the only teams that can beat any of their teams is one who has another one of the, the prodigies, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's like a shonen. And, it's, way, it's way more shonen than... I hear no Sora. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. It's like they escalate certain aspects of basketball to like superpower areas. Yeah. Kirby <laughs> is amazing, though. I'll say that it much. is really good. No, it is really I good. I think the only one that's super, like, super, super out there is like there's a guy who basically never misses his three shots to the point where he gets. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a for the technique ankle breaker where you manage to knock your opponents over. Yeah. They kind of turn that into a kind of an edge fest with that character a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so he's just like bow and he does the ankle breaker and it makes him fall over and like, it's like all right whatever, like die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like he just got shot amazing yeah was there any yeah. other like seasonals or that we haven't covered that you guys are watching at all or uh, I, think of. I mean there is like uh you know i was like season two of fire force Right. It's been really, really good. See, this, the second season, I know a lot of people are liking second season a lot so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's had like the Usamaki. They're getting, they're, there's that, <laughs> uh, which is more more of a meme for me. But they, they they get into like the real meaty part of the story because like the first yep. first season was really getting into like the story. How, how I, I've, I've, I've yeah. actually caught up and read all the manga, so like I kind of know a lot of stuff, but like it's really good. Gotcha. There's also a their oh, productions. It's such a such, such a good. Oh yeah, I mean it's they, shoujo, they do so good. Yeah, they do so good at animation fight yeah. scenes. They no hire a lot what, of good 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 artists. Yeah, no matter what, like the animations are going to be fire. Like you could at least watch it for that. If you don't like the story, the yep. animation is going to be fire. And the sound design too with them. Sound design. Yeah, too. sound. Yeah, they're they're one of these shows. But when I turn it on, I need to turn it down. Yeah. Sound because, because it's so fucking loud. Yeah, yeah. Really, it's like the beginning where it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> my entire fucking house is just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. 
So yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for the summer 2020 season of it and our thoughts on it, what shows we were really watching. Mm-hmm. Um, any other final thoughts, you guys? Uh-huh. Um, there's, there's, I'm, I was, uh, if, like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Feel <laughs> Part 3 was supposed to be airing soon, but now I don't get to watch that until, like, next year. Oh, yeah. Back. Rip. That was one I was looking forward to that was coming out this season. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I guess for a final word, not in terms of like what's watching, is like it's something that I was reminded of this morning. This is actually the one year anniversary of the Q Annie fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. 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 So I feel like that's something that we can all kind of like give a couple thoughts or reflections on really quick if we want to. Yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy, number one, that it's been a, a year since this happened because it was such a time that, you know, that, that was really probably the, one of the biggest things that really affected all of the anime community, whatever, like, corner you were in. in general. Yeah, general. like, it, it was it was something that everybody knew about and was talking about, and it, it just, it's crazy that, and, and I think it, was, it really just goes to show that how, how, like, quickly we can come together when it comes to this sort of mm-hmm. stuff as a community. Uh, it was really we, cool. we raised so, they raised yeah. so much money. I know there's a, a few different people, I think Sentai, was one of the bigger ones that created a you know a, a fundraiser for it and raised a bunch of money and there's there's some other companies too but like even people just like because I remember they they released their uh, their bank details so you could you know basically put Personally money directly to them, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and there's like I can't remember how much they raised those were ridiculous they raised amount. millions it just like yeah. proves that too it kind of like reminds me too like the, like sound design music they they're like one of the, the best when it comes yeah. to, comes sure. to that. Yeah, and, and just fluid animation, just mm, yeah, and just like yeah. not only that, but just how they treat their employees. Just every and unlike a lot of anime studios, which we all, if you're in the anime community, you know most anime studios treat their employees kind of like shit, no benefits, barely any hours, like barely I've any heard otherwise work. for them. Exactly. Yeah, for otherwise, like Kiwani, usually they they have in, their employees on staff, like they're salaried. They get benefits and shit. Like they are very much like they're they try and bring in people. Like they're they're bringing a lot of women and stuff into anime oh, yeah. and stuff. Even though anime is there's a lot of women in anime, but they specifically bring in women for certain animation and all that type of stuff. And mm. they they're just an overall progressive company that it, it was really a big blow to see something like that happen. Yeah, but it it also was a big like. It was a, a kind of the sun shining after the clouds when seeing everybody come together to help them in in their time of need. Mm. It, it was, was really nice to hearing about how like that actually helped them, you know, with their medical bills. Yep. Yeah, and all that. I guess it was. A it was time... also a good way of like doing like just how much anime affects people too. Oh um, yeah, because, exactly. Like, yep, it, a lot of people can like. Look, it's like CMA is still kind of a niche community as it, as they usually still do. But you could see like how many people were like felt directly affected by the loss of the members that we did lose or who were injured as a result of the fire. Yeah. So as I, I was actually watching a video earlier. It's like it's seeing all the anime that were worked on by the various people, members of the deceased. So like it probably affected an anime almost anybody's watch because like stretching all the way back to a long time period too because Keanu is one of the giants that's been around for a while like yep. yeah. anybody who grew up in the 2000s watching Haruhi there were victims that were involved in Haruhi yep. Yep. and that was like one of the, the life defining anime for a lot of weebs growing up yep. up to like 
that was the slice of life back then. And there's, they still kind of have that market cornered in terms of slice of life. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. Like, sure. they, just that year is like, but not that, not that year, but the year before they had Violet Evergarden and that Emmy was capturing everybody's hearts. Yep. And before okay, that, so recently. Looks so amazing. Oh, my looks God, so amazing. Yeah. Sounds, sounds and feels amazing. It was incredible. I can't wait for the eventual movie. The movie's movies. gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah. This I think the, like, the movie's gonna be like their first yeah, big project it's back. It's like the Phoenix Rising yeah, the Ashes, is. in a it's sense. Like, Ooh, they had yeah. Their, they had okay. Before the release as well. So like, there's like those was the last anime they worked on, but they were basically done with it. They just didn't want to release it at a time when they weren't ready to continue pumping out content i guess right yeah. so they want to put the finishing touches on it and stuff like that not only that but they also needed time to like grieve and also like recover yeah, yeah. emotionally yeah, and mentally from the yeah. same time and we were and they and they i hope they knew that they i know they're working should. on a new tv show as well oh, okay yes. no i think they still the whole thing they're still planning on doing uh kobayashi season two Yay! yes yeah. yes because that was probably the show the biggest show they did before prior to Viet. Violet Evergarden mm-hmm. yeah, was, was Dragon Maid. I think that was 2017, No, no, no. Right? There was Beyond the Boundary, too. Was that around that time? But no, no. Beyond the Boundary was after. No, oh, I mean, okay. It was before no, Kobayashi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beyond the Boundary is pretty old, actually, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the I think that, like, like uh, Hanako said, that this is just going to be the phoenix rising from the ashes. Mm. What a good line. Good job. Proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's true because, like, they were affected. The community was affected. And just seeing them putting out, like, their latest work of Violet is going to be a, a movement in a sense. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with, like, a better word. But in a way, it's, like, the rebirth, like, yep. of a new era yeah. for them. Yeah. Which is really amazing. I'm really curious to see what they do going forward. And, like, because I, I, like, I feel like they're oh, working on rehiring people. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of that passion and emotion that they felt during all those times may actually show through with some of their you know work that they do eventually when they come back oh absolutely so yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see that we love you guys yep. i don't think <laughs> there's really you. too many studios but they have so many so many shows that can affect you emotionally yeah, every single one movies. pretty yeah. much yeah <laughs> yeah even a even a super lighthearted one like like dragon maid like really hit it, it hit hard for me because uh, it, oh, yeah. it was i watched it at a time that uh you know i didn't have my family obviously as a as a support system and just seeing like the familiar the familial bond that you know Toru created with with uh with kobayashi and everything else and then kana and god it just fucking hurt man it just <laughs> it was so heartwarming to fucking see and like i can literally watch that series at any point in time and just sound, so fucking sound happy. euphonium is another one that's really good oh, yeah i need and, to watch that yeah too. that yeah and of course the cute, uh, cute girls Oh, yeah, Simon. What I was about to say that that's of course brings everybody to tears uh, anytime yeah. you watch it. Like, yeah, they sure know how to tug at the heartstrings for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. That's yeah. their specialty. Yeah, their specialty is making you feel emotions you never thought you could feel. Yep. Yep. They get you feeling nice and comfy, and then they hit you with the emotions. Yep, and they hit <laughs> exactly. you with the pile of tears. <laughs> yep. it, it's like uh, one of those things because I ha- I actually used Violet Evergarden to prove a point with my family. I think I've told this story before, in, like in text, but like yep. my family, we were talking about anime. It's like that's not that's not a form of movie or or uh, media. I was like, yeah, it is. Like it's it, it is like a form of artwork. 
and I was like, I guarantee I, I, I can make you guys all cry. And I played uh, ep- episode 10, I think it is. Oh, God. Um, with, the, with the little girl. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> every single female was crying. It gets you. Every single one. Yeah. I need to rewatch that series, man. It was so. I'm not ready really to good. rewatch it. I need to actually watch it at some Ooh, point. My, yeah, like, my my dad my dad was even crying too because like he he lost his mom recently. So like. Oh I man. Know. I mean, at the time point where Violet was airing, it was like in a transitional part of my life. So that's why I related to him related to it way more. And after every episode, you could find me crying under the covers because of how close <laughs> it affected me. Yep. And yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be ready to rewatch it anytime soon <laughs> because I don't feel like it's pretty much gonna be just like this, like the whole season with some extra scenes, right? The initial movie, the movie? yeah. yeah. And there's a, a movie yeah. that's like continuing after the end of the series. I'm I not think. ready for the movie that's gonna continue after the end of the series. Yeah. I'm not ready to cry in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who who opened the door? Damn it, we need to know. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> like about every guy. Remember, because I wasn't super big on Violet Evergarden myself and still kind of not. Like, I think I probably have the lowest feeling towards it, but there was still even an episode that got me crying. It's like the episode where she goes to deliver the letter of the soldier. So that won't have me in tears. Oh, yeah. Rue, you're making me tear yeah. up. You got to stop yeah. right now. Like, <laughs> someone is cutting onions in this chat and it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, but <sighs> definitely... Yeah crazy that it's already been a, been a year since everything and i'm either way looking really forward to how they progress the rebirth the rebirth yeah yeah, yeah. all right, all right then. i think that we've been going on for long enough as well so it's like it might be a good time to wrap it up yeah it's yep. a good time recording this first oh, podcast shame. hopefully <laughs> hopefully we weren't too much of a sloppy mess for whoever Danes, give us a listen. Please listen yeah. to us and mean the world. <laughs> I, would, I, think, I, would, I would think that the reason people would listen to this is because of a sloppy mess. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sloppy mess incorporated. That's us, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think like, by the time this episode should come up, it will be on SoundCloud and we'll have a Twitter. And if you would just, for anybody who is listening, if you would like to ask us questions, I'm going to, there's going to be an email, weebaholics at gmail.com that you can email your questions to, or if you happen to be in on the server, because I imagine most people listening to this will be on the server. You can DM any member of the podcast and we will also take the questions that way. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody, you know, kind of tuning in and seeing your reactions to everything. I think this first episode went really well, honestly. So do I. Um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I surprisingly, we yeah. haven't had any technical difficulties. I've been watching everything like an eagle this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it shouldn't be really too bad to yeah. edit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to doing nice. more episodes, covering new topics, and just having a good time with everybody. I feel also like mentioning. Is... Oh, you can go first. No, it's okay. Oh no! I was about to say. Uh, also, we, well, every I think we're gonna do this every other week, and uh, we might have since we all have varying different schedules. We want to have everybody here on the first episode, but after that, we might have you know some guests on. We might have you know come some people switching out and all that. So no, but every other week is when we're gonna be putting it out. Yeah, actually, legitimately ping me next time. Thanks. <laughs> we will make sure. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I have nothing Thanks. else to this say was besides very that. Enjoyable. Yeah, it was enjoyable. This is a new experience for all of us, and let's get more episodes out. That's all I have to really <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah. Let's get these titties, boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It's in, in two weeks. The main topic is gonna be anime titties, big fat very fucking nice. badonk honkers. Fuck yeah! <laughs> big old juicers. Yeah, dies too. We can't, <laughs> can't forget the ZR. We can't forget the ZR. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God, we're degenerates. <laughs> I love you guys. All right. See you all, all you listeners, next time. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.